Hello and welcome to what is the maiden episode of the Fan Man Podcast. My name is DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. So uh, anyone's finding this for the first time, this is going to be just three guys who buy a lot of stuff and do a lot of fun stuff, just talking about comics and toys and movies and TV shows and stuff like that. You had to start right off with buy a lot of stuff, making we, me ashamed right from the I beginning. Know. Well, we yeah. do. We do. Some more than others. Some more than others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got started out doing this, um, visiting the Shared Universe Studios down in New Jersey that uh, belonged to Ming and Mike from Comic Men. They got kind of started, so the, there are a couple episodes of our stuff under their umbrella on iTunes, so if you want to go back and check that out, uh, where we had a little more guidance and probably a little better at it. So just a couple of uh, quick intros, so we're, we are the fan men, we're a little older than the fanboys. we all have gray hairs and credit cards and stuff like that now. We I, are I'm, I'm not sure all three of us have what I would call hair. Well, One yeah. of us has gray hair, the other two are rapidly balding. My, yeah, it's my, and my beard's gray. <laughs> So, and, um, when yes, you're not dying. Yet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right there. Right there. Right after that. <laughs> and, uh, yes, we are doing this from a basement. However, it is a basement that one of us owns and not our moms. So that's, that's a pleasure. And we all it's own our own decorated basements. decorated and appointed. Well, yes, thank you. We are, yes, we are all own our own basements. So that's actually, I, I suppose that's a good point. To it make. is a good point. It yeah. is a good point. So it's a little background how we all kind of <laughs> came to doing this. So we actually all kind of know each other through, our large fandom of Kevin Smith stuff and the View Askew stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know the first time I ever saw Sean and Chris was actually at a Babylon. In would that be the one at the Wilbur? The one at the Wilbur. Oh, that's yep. right. Yeah. yeah, it was the day. Oh, I, I re- now I remember. Yeah, because I remember it was the day Chris. Because I had the Puck You jersey on. That's that right. I, spent I remember years you talking. Yeah. To me, yeah, I knew I had seen you before, yeah. but I forgot. I now. Literally remember, I yeah. Didn't make the connection at the time, but I remember somebody yeah. coming up to me yeah. at the show. And I thought it was like the bee's knees, and then friggin' Chris had the brand new Bob Hawk one fresh off the mail <laughs> sure. truck, the bastard. Whereas I was probably wearing a movie shirt, so. Yep, with the you But I have the Smodcast jersey. Yep. It's just too big to wear. Yeah. Smodcastle jersey. They're, they're, bi- they're big. But anyway. So, and then uh, the next year at Boston Con, Boston Fan Expo, he came, and it's just out of coincidence, I ended up behind behind Chris in a line. It's not out of like, coincidence. It's, it just ha- kind of happened. And we I just had, end up at the same spots all the time. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, and then we went back and looked at like the Trificon night in Connecticut, and he's like, oh, here's the pictures. Oh, here's my pictures. Oh, we were three seats apart. I had no I idea. I was with him at that. He yeah, was yeah. I was right here. You guys were right here. We were like two, there's two people in between us the whole that's time. Awesome. So mm-hmm. It's just kind of the way things worked out. And that's And that's how I met Chris. I don't know how many years ago we were sitting next to each other, <laughs> dead center front row at uh, the... Jane Silent the... Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. Cartoon movie, yeah. Yeah. And and that's how I learned that it was possible to both be a a geek and a Kevin Smith fan and have a wife that tolerates it and joins in. <laughs> she was sitting next to him. I thought I that was pretty cool. I am very fortunate that she puts up with all this. How did Kevin for his silliness? Mine just so. pleads ignorance. She wants nothing to do with any of my Yeah, that's closer to me. Stuff, so. Yeah, so. but my wife also has a weird thing for Muse. So really, yeah, my that's the reason she was there. Yeah, she wanted to meet Jay. My wife likes Brian, and then um, well, both the Brian, Shanti mm-hmm. and O'Halloran. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm actually seeing some. That makes sense, DJ. Looking at you, I, I hmm. I do have a beard, so yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, whatever. It works. <laughs> 
So this episode, we're going to end up, uh, first of all, sponsors. Um, this episode, our first episode is brought to you by the fine people at DJ's Credit Card. So when you, <laughs> Like, wait, we have a sponsor? Yeah, so when you want to make a purchase and pay for over 35 years, choose DJ's Credit Card. You and I had the exact same reaction. Like, yeah. wait, yeah, sign like, up sponsors? Sponsors? Hey, man, DJ's a creative <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Squarespace. There you go, Squarespace. Yeah. So I, oh, we're going to put a beep over that because... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so we're just going to kind of go over um, this. We're doing this at the end of August, and uh, we all had pretty busy months. So we're just going to kind of do August as a uh, whole, as a review for this first one. So we're going to start with, with the, the big event for August, which was all three of us. We all live up in the Northeast, in the New England area, and we made the trek down to uh, Red Bank, New Jersey, for Kevin's birthday party and the Volgarthon Film Festival. 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary of Volgarthon, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. When the first one happened, I was in high school in Hawaii, and I couldn't go. So, so what is Volgarthon, DJ, for so the Volgarthon, vast multitude yes, of yes, people on Earth that have no yes, clue? So Volgarthon is a uh, film festival in Red Bank, New Jersey, that encompasses the beginning of the View Ask You uh, film universe. We had the same lineup as the original one, which consisted of Corks, uh, Morris, and Chasing Amy, which most people are, well, the ones that people who know about this stuff would know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also when um, Kevin had his, I think it's his, was it the Miramax deal? I think that's where think he got was. the ability to yeah, release. He, yeah, he um, he was he worked in, you know, to his credit for his buddies, he worked in a little chunk of money for his buddies to do some independent movies. I think they got like fifty grand or something like that. So a better uh, a place, better place. Which Malcolm did. Uh, nope. No, no, Vinny, I'm sorry. Vinny I had Pereira. Yep. Yeah, yep. I had Pereira. Yep. Sorry, I had him backwards. So there was a better place directed by his buddy Vincent Pereira. And then uh, Drawing Flies by Malcolm Ingram. And then um, after every movie, they recorded some Q&A and some stuff that ended up becoming the uh, merged together to the 400. Yeah, Smodcast right, episode 400. So yeah, so we all drove down from Jersey. And then uh, first night, uh, Chris probably had the most fun because Chris got to. <laughs> I got to play in a uh, poker tournament at the Stash for a few fleeting moments. At the Stash? At the stash. What's the stash, Chris <laughs> Davis? <laughs> oh, for the uneducated, um, the stash is Jane Silent Bob's secret stash, um, Kevin's comic book store, in thirty-five Red Broad Bank. Street, Broad Street, Red Bank, New Jersey. Royalties will be coming. Um, so, back in the old days, Kevin used to throw Texas Hold'em tournaments at the stash on a fairly regular basis. Then the bastard up and moved to Los Angeles and screwed that whole thing up. Um, so, for the anniversary. He advertised and threw a poker tournament at the stash that he was supposed to be playing in, but never quite made it back to the stash to play in. So I was there for about the first hour before going to join DJ at a shared universe to record our first pod. Yeah, so we did the um, we did the class with Mike and Ming. Um, Sean, what were you doing that night? I forget. So I went out uh, uh, and met a bunch of the people from a face group. Facebook group that had uh, been put together around the Tell Em Steve Dave fans. It's called uh, uh, oh, Four Color Demons uh, f- Forever. I should really figure that out. Remember that. Like four colorful Danielle's going to kick yeah. your ass. Yeah, yeah Danielle's going to kick my ass. Uh, but I met a bunch of fellow ants, fans of the Tell Em Steve Dave podcast, which is a Kevin Smith you know, related uh, but independent project. And uh, met a bunch of folks, uh, including uh, Kenny from the Netherlands and Stephen from Canada and 
and a lot of other cool folks, Danielle and Frankie, you know, a ton of people, lots wearing jerseys like mine, you know, with the four color demons logo. Um, and we had, uh, we went to the King's Arms diner where the chasing Amy scene was, was shot. So it was a good place to meet. And, uh, and so I had a lot of fun while you guys were off, off recording. Ate a lot of good food. Yeah. And it turns out, I mean, because we saw the pictures after, and he didn't say anything either, the bastard, but the the, the reason Kev didn't go back to the poker tournament, because he was in the other room at Sherrod recording all the beginning stuff, 400. He uh, ended up recording all night. He recorded 401 with Bry. Oh. It just dropped. He was there for four or five hours. So they filmed One a bunch of stuff over. with Malcolm. And Ming alluded to the fact that he couldn't go into Studio 2 for some reason. Yeah, and it just never clicked because I was having so much it's, fun playing with everything. Oh, my mic stand's in the other room, but I can't go in there right now. Yeah, like, you own the joint. What the hell? I just figured like, the alarm was on. It was like 11 o'clock at night. It's like, no, it's because... No, the big man was over there. Yeah. Like, but yeah. so so that speaks well to the isolation of the rooms. Yeah, it does. No, the, the, place is, the place is absolutely awesome. So, I mean, you know, just like any of our like offices, we have all the toys yeah. on the wall and stuff like that, but they got a real nice setup there and... I think we were in the smaller of the two rooms. We were in the right? smaller of the two rooms. The prices are good. You know, Ming, he's a tech guy. That's how he got his start with Kevin. He was his web guy for a while. And so he knows how to, you know, he's pretty good with all the tech stuff. And it's, it was cool. That's neat. Yeah. So if everyone reaching for the uh, the um, fast forward button or the stop button, it's not going to be just a straight Kevin Smith thing going forward. This just happens. This was the big highlight of our month. So that's so how our August started. It's, yeah, it's how our August started. So it's pretty much how every one of my months start. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> So we did that. So we uh, we did all the recording that night. Sean went to dinner. Chris got smoked in poker. So we get back to the hotel that night, and uh, we're, you know it's probably what one o'clock in the morning. I think we Chris and I ran down to White Castle because oh, you're in Jersey, mm-hmm. you got to hit up White Castle. It was probably about one o'clock. Though. Yeah, it was like one, and um, <laughs> it's like okay, cool. So Vulgarthon started at like seven. We had to get in, or we had to get in line for seven and pick up our tickets at the stash. I'm like, okay, we can squeeze like you know a couple hours of sleep in, and then what happened to Sean? I had forgotten. That I saw you guys that night, um, as I was in so much pain. So, I had a great dinner with the you know four color demon, the four colors for life group that I met, and uh, got dropped off at home by a couple of fine uh, Canadians who were down for that, and uh, got into my hotel room and started just feeling a whole lot of pain in my leg, and it was like nerve pain, and basically I couldn't sleep. And when you guys showed up. It had already been going for about four or five hours. And so I think I ran into you guys because I was trying to find the ice machine to fill a bag with ice to put ice on my back while I laid on the floor or some crap like that. And you guys found me looking bad, I assume. And uh, and ultimately, I think you guys did go to bed. We got you to the ice machine. Yeah. Pointed you back yeah. in the, the direction signs, of your room. The signage in, in that hotel sucked. It was hiding in the laundry room. It was hiding in the laundry room. And I ended up taking an Uber to the emergency room uh, at about 4.30 in the morning. And so you guys woke up to a whole lot of texts from me going, hey, guys, I'm not doing so well. I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, don't wait for me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the... Uh, I believe the exact text was... Um, don't panic. I'm in the emergency room. Yeah, that might have been it. 4.58. Yeah. So how was one supposed to react to <laughs> receiving that text? Yeah. I, 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 I clearly was not in a good space to go to an emergency room in a place I didn't know. And, and you know, it, it, it sucked. And so they 
shot me up with some IV drugs, and then they gave me a fentanyl patch. And when she said that's what it was, the, the nurse who gave it to me, I, I was like, isn't that stuff that kills people like all the time, all over the place? She's like, yeah, people who don't use it properly, you know, I'm not going to kill you. This will make you feel better for the next few days until you get home and see, you know, see somebody up there. So slapped the patch on and I literally walked from the hospital to Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash only about a block and a half away. And I literally get there as you guys are coming out the back of the store with all three of our tickets and, and gift bags. So because of that, you know, patch and the ER and all the timing of my decision, I actually still was able to spend the next 15 hours in line and then in the movie theater watching movies with, you know, cool people instead of, you know, being in horrid pain. So it was, uh, it's, I'm still amazed that you made it through the entire day. Well, me too. yeah, it, I mean, I don't recall feeling particularly high. You know, I mean, but I, I didn't feel like I was in the horrible pain that I'd been in. And you I was were by the end of it. Yeah. When I was sitting next to you, yeah. you were in rough shape. I was, I was it not was time feeling to go. great. It was time to go. I, th- I don't know if you guys remember, I th- like threw up on the way out of the theater. I do remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I walked into the lobby and I'm like, where's Sean? Well, cause you went into the restroom and it's, this yeah. is a very, this isn't like a, a big AMC. It's just yeah. a very small, like yeah. indie theater kind of in Red Bank. Yeah. One tiny little bathroom, two screens. And um, I think uh, Kenny, the, the comic artist kid from the Netherlands, yeah. was trying to go in. He's like, "Ah, oh, no, you don't want to go in there." It's like he's 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 busy in there. Yeah, so. it was uh, it was just kind of, but yeah, I survived it. And uh, and the, some of the folks who you know were running it, and Danielle, my friend from the Facebook group, you know, she was the one who was like, "Yeah, you really shouldn't be standing outside in line," you know, because my wife was texting me. As soon as she woke up, wait, you have a fentanyl patch, you're going to die. Um, it was like 90 degrees and 95% humidity. And so my wife, of course, researching fentanyl says, hey, yeah, it works fine unless you're hot. And then it comes out too fast and you die. And so I was reading it and kind of laughing to the people I was in line with, including this wonderful woman, Danielle. And I don't like to complain I don't like to ask for special treatment in any respect. She's like, you should just go tell them you need to go inside. Because we'd been outside for an hour at that point. And I didn't. So she runs off and she tells them, she's like, you know, this dude needs to go in. And so the the guys come out and escort me in. I think the guy's name was Wayne, one of the, you know, one of the staff dudes. Mm -hmm. Took me straight to Kevin who took a picture with me and everything. and, And I got to pick the perfect seat where I could, you know, stretch out. And That's when you were pleasuring him, right? In the picture. Yeah, that's a, that's a. <laughs> we'll get into that story. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get that. But yes, yeah. lots of pain. Uh, but I ended up having a great time. Uh, you know, thanks to you guys and everybody else. Total luck that it worked out though, because my back's really screwed up. Yeah, but it was funny too. Like you walk out of the hospital and you turn the corner, and there we are with your stuff. Yeah, it's like he's everything literally just, yeah. crossing the street. I, dude, I felt so bad that morning. I was like, oh, he's gonna miss it. That sucks. Cause I know, like, if I missed it, yeah. I would be livid. Well, honestly, I really. I remember really not caring. I was really worried that it was going to mean you guys couldn't enjoy it, right? That was my big fear. I'd seen all the movies but one. I was miserable, right? So, But it it worked out fantastic. To your credit, that was the entire tech string. Don't worry if I can't make it. (laughs) I want you to enjoy the day. Well, that would make it a freaking waste, right? Um, But it was awesome. 
And so, I got to see the quick stop and all that stuff. So yeah, it was you did. Great. You got to see the quick stop. Yeah. So let's go over. The, so the day started <laughs> out. So we, so we found out about Sean in the hospital, and then we go down and get in line at the uh, comic store because they were passing out badges at seven. We were only like yeah. Chris and I were only like ten back. Yeah, we got there pretty early. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. So of course, you know, it, like, he's everyone says like it was like ninety. It was real hot, even early in the morning. And of course, you know, because I'm a perpetual toddler, I have like the Kevin wig on and the backwards hat, and I switched. I have like the black blazer and the t-shirt and the whole getup. You on were full on Kevin costume. Yeah, to the yeah. point where the guy in Starbucks almost gave me a free drink because he thought I was him. He started to write Kevin. I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm just no. It's I'll pay for my drink. It's not. I'm not him. So we we got the stuff. Went and stood on over at the theater. Note for DJ for the future. Yeah. Don't turn down free. Don't stuff. turn down free stuff. Um. Yeah, I, it's, no, you did the right thing. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, there's much time. I'll, we'll get to that some other night. But. So we uh, <laughs> we get in line, and then um, it's pretty cool. So we're, you know we're in line, and Kevin pulls up. He's out of his car. Um, there's only about what, 330, 337 was the official number. Was the official yeah. number. That's how many tickets. Can't imagine yeah. why he used that number. I don't, imagine, I don't know. They let us in in a row. Yeah, in a row. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> So as we're going in, he decides, you know, to make sure everyone gets their, you know, at least their minute with him. He's going to do photos coming in the door. Which is kind of impressive. Pretty awesome. Yeah. I was expect because, you know, I've gone, so earlier on, I've always missed all his stuff. Mm-hmm. I had tickets for a Jane and Bob get old years ago. Something blew up at work. I got caught paged in. Um, even like when he, I think his, I think the first ever um, Q&A thing he did was mm-hmm. actually at Clark University down he the street was. from my house. I was in no. Hawaii at the time. I was like, "Mom, I have to go. I have to. I have to go back home. Yeah, I have to. I'll stay with Uncle Barry. I have to go back home. I have to go see it." She's like, "No." I'm like, "Come on." You so, mean she made the correct parental decision? You crazy? No, fan. she did not. So I didn't get to do that. So this was like my so. <laughs> so I was all I was all amped up. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, cool. We're just gonna get pictures because you know I didn't know how I was gonna go because usually the other stuff like he's always on the go. He just ghosts out. Yeah, shows over, boom, gone. Yeah, we got a little bit of FaceTime with him at Fan Expo. Because mm-hmm. Chris went and just said, I'm just going to go walk backstage and see who stops me. <laughs> so Chris hooked me up on that one. But So we all got our pictures and stuff. And me and Chris have the Blazer stuff on. And I'm about his height. Yeah. I'm about his weight. Well, not now. Actually, actually, now he's a little bit lighter than me because um, he's lost so much weight. Yeah. But even back when, like year, years ago, I was when he was like 350, I was like 370. So we were always kind of like the same body type. Yeah. Same beard, the whole nine. So I walk up to him. Chris is behind me. We both have the jackets on. The pins on the jacket, everything. The we, shoes. The sneakers. yellow the yellow vans that we tracked down. I hadn't noticed that the you had fuzzies. them as well, yep. Chris. Yep. That was fun, yeah, hairy bananas. So we tracked those down and he it was it was great. It was hilarious. He was busting out laughing. So we took the picture of the three of us. He, he wanted he it started off because he wanted to send it to his mom. Yeah. So he gives um <laughs> I forget who he gave the phone to. Just whoever was the next yeah, guy on the line. Yeah, the ca- woman in line. Yeah, the lady behind us in line. Pictures. So takes a picture for him and then everyone starts taking pictures. The newspapers there. They hop and they start taking pictures. Oh, that's right, you guys. So we there. ended up at the top of the article on the was the it the Asbury, Asbury Park, Park Press? Press. Yeah, was the the three the two of us and Kevin. That's awesome. So which is pretty cool. And then you know, I put on Twitter and you know I get yeah. to take because I it was I, a good picture. Yeah, it was. I mean I don't look just like him, but I have like the beard and stuff, and we have all yeah. the same clothes. And so people it's, gave it's me close. all kinds of crap for not wearing jorts. I know. Although I, know. I felt vindicated when I saw him the other night on the DCU. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and he had pants on. Yeah, jeans in the blazer. Yeah, I, do. I, I Yeah, I own two. Pairs of jorts just for dressing up like Kevin. I own two pairs of jorts, but they were his. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, Literally I don't own any bought. that I can wear. Yeah, so, so right. Fan, short for fanatic. Yes. I'd like to point out that the two of you are crazy people. Right. It's Chris, different levels. you own his pants. 
You own yeah, two pairs of his two, pants. Two pairs. Well, I had to bid on two. I wasn't sure if I was going to win one. I, so it's just so like, I understand. I'm that, hedging actually. my bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. The only sense. reason I yeah. don't own any of that stuff is because when all that stuff went for auction, I was just getting out of college, yeah. so I didn't have the no, dough for so it. You have an excuse, I was behind, yeah. Behind the eight ball and that stuff, but one day, one day I will get. Oh, I, I own well, I one of his jerseys. So yeah, I, see, I, yeah. I, do, I do have the Puck U jersey. I was going to say, you were way ahead on all this. No, no, no. You had it before any of us. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the pictures, which was cool. And then we all filed into our theaters and stuff like that. And then I think, I mean, so Chris and I were on screen one. Sean was on two because he wasn't sure if he was going to go buy his tickets mm-hmm. a little later. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we got the, the better draw for the movies. I think. I'm, I'm I don't know torn. because you guys ended. With Drawing Flies, which is a movie that I love, yep. but at midnight, I ended with Clark. Chasing you, Amy. No, you, no, you ended, you with, ended Clerks. with Clerks. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, Clerks, yeah. which but, was- Yeah, but we got to watch Clerks with, with Harley. Harley. Yeah. His daughter was there who had never seen the movie before. Yeah, so I only just heard that when I listened to that that yeah. podcast. And yeah, I was a little, you know, I got to see Harley cool. and stuff, but, but that definitely was pretty cool. Yeah. So, and then also, um, you know, after we, so we, you know, we watch all the movies and stuff. We got a dinner break. Actually, pretty cool. We, we went out for dinner. Um, we just went and grabbed pizza, but as we were coming out, he was there and we were to get <laughs> some time with him then too. Mm-hmm. Like pretty good, like FaceTime with him. Like yeah. I didn't, like I probably, bought, we had about, just between Chris and I probably bought four or five minutes. Yeah. You get to chit chat with him for a little while. Yeah, he tagged a couple things. He That's recorded cool. a video for Harley. That's cool. Just yeah. saying hello. So, and, so we've just said the name Harley twice in the last. 90 seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody Other knows Harley. who either Harley yeah. is in this context. Point. Might be worth mentioning. So who's the first Harley? Well, the first Harley is his, uh, Kevin's daughter, Harley mm-hmm. Quinn Smith, named after the Bruce Tim Paldini character from Batman the Series. Right. Second Harley is my daughter, um, essentially named after the same character, but the idea is stolen from Kevin and yeah. naming his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So, which he remembers every time because he—that's how I think he—he he sees you like, oh, he's the yeah. guy with this kid with the same name as my kid. Yeah, I, so, cool yeah, I think it so is. So again, What's it, you I mean, own his pants. That. Nothing wrong, Hammer. And home, you right copied down. his daughter's name. So it is so, a totally non-sexual <laughs> man crush. Although if he asked, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, a, yeah, I, I, I apparently I did have to pleasure him, but that's there, again yeah, another we'll, story. Yeah, we'll get to that. So we did that. So yeah, so so we had the we had the time at dinner, which was awesome. I brought a bag of stuff just in case he was signing stuff. Cause mm-hmm. So, get some, you know, I, my big thing was my Puck U jersey. I had him sign yeah. it at Boston Fan Expo the year before, but mm-hmm. I dropped my Sharpie some point in time throughout the night. Oh. So, all we had was Chris's, like, copper one. So, it was, like, a oh. copper Sharpie on Don't a blue up. hockey jersey. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah, no. So, I brought the nice blue one, and he went up both what numbers. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is signed freaking head to toe. It's awesome now. So I went back in, finished up the movies. You would have the better second half run because it, you know, it was late, and we you were doing like the. I, the I gotta think it was an easier sit going through the first, the original three than it is trying to. I I think so. I mean, I'd I'd seen you know almost all the movies. You know, I've seen Clark's a ton. I saw that on VHS in '94. Mm-hmm. You know, in a fraternity house in college, and was you know forever changed just by like, holy crap, this is a movie of us. You know, it, it was wild, but I'd never seen a better place, Vinny Pereira's movie, and I own all the rest. Now I own that one too. I think I bought the last copy off Amazon. <laughs> so it was really cool to see something that I actually watched and paid attention to much differently than the others. Right. The others, it was a little more of an experience of, I'd never seen them with an audience, 
right? I've seen them in my house on on VHS, Laserdisc, DVD, sure. Blu-ray, you know, streaming. I've now seen them in every possible, you know, delivery format. But um, but seeing them with actual a group of people who are tuned to those particular things was was pretty fun. And the order, I think my order might have been a little bit easier, certainly for me, who was, you know, pained and drugged out of my mind. But it, even if you're predisposed to like these, it's a long day. That's a long oh, it was. to get yeah. through 15 change, hours. Yeah, you guys, you guys did it without any pain medication, right? So yeah. I'm not sure who had it. Yeah, they weren't selling alcohol or anything. Yeah. So. No, it was, yeah. it was a little hot. It in was the theaters. Hot. I think your theater might have been hotter. It was. I I think so too. I threw the blazer on for essentially the picture mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah. I wasn't nearly as committed to this guy. <laughs> well, you know, again, I, it's a my thing. There's different going. kinds of and levels of fandom and yeah. and, and diff- take committed as however you feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. <laughs> so we did that. So and then um at the other reason why I think our String was a little better because at the end we got more time. While because we had a short, we ended oh, yeah. up a very short movie, yeah. And a bunch of people followed out, and there was probably I don't know what, like maybe like a two dozen people left, yeah, somewhere probably there. no more than twenty people left, and we all got like five minutes. In the, almost, in you could the do one on one. It was like one on five minutes. And, yeah. yeah, that's cool. And that was really cool. I I was uh, you know I listened to some of the podcast of him talking at the end there. I mean, it's got to be a weird thing to. I don't know, just just to be him to, or to be anybody that can pull together a random set of, you know, over 300 people for your birthday to celebrate your, you know, your world and your life and, you know, just hang out. And he he does have something in common and, in, in you know, or some topics of interest in common with mm-hmm. every one of us that was there. So that was cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we could probably go on for two hours, but all the stuff like, you know, why we're Kevin people. Cause yeah. I think we all, we're all there for the same reasons and also different reasons. But we'll do, we'll do that another one. We'll do a, a whole, <laughs> pay for his birthday next year, we'll do one. We'll do another yeah. entire Kevin Smith yeah. conversation. Yeah. So let me ask you about this, though. I've gone down there just because I travel to New York. I'm down right. in the area a lot. So I've been in Red Bank, <clears throat> gone to a bunch of the events. This was the first major event down there for both of you. Yeah. So what was your main takeaway? What was That's the part you point. liked it? Well, liked so the best had you been down there at all before? So the first time I ever went to, I've been trying to get down there for decades. And um, just never happened. The wife would fight it and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I didn't have the cast to do it. Well, I mean, it's um, first time I'd yeah. ever gone down was about three weeks earlier because Chris was down there for work, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna... so we talked about <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna, let's go bang this out. So we went, you know, went to the stash and went to you know went to a Mets game and stuff, and it was it was fun. But when we went down there. It was like only I think only Mike was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was the only one. Yeah, because we were supposed to do the we were supposed to do the shared universe stuff that night. Ah. Ming went out to like some dirt comic in Des Moines or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So they had to cancel on us. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, went down, I bought another hockey jersey because, you know, you can never have too many hockey jerseys. I think I have about three, four dozen now between all the ones I have. That's ridiculous. But, um, did that, you know, bought a couple wall books. Cause I'm just, you know, yeah. except we went and got pizza. I'd never been to New York, New York City since I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. So we got pizza. Went to the, you know, he was at work. So I went to the Disney store and the Nintendo store. Oh, you and, actually got to play while, while Chris was at work. Yeah, that's, that's, that's unique. Yeah. Most yeah. of it. So it was pretty cool, you know, because, I mean, you know, you'll see New York City on TV, and it's like, oh, it's, it's all this cool stuff. And, of course, you know, it's just – and we'll, it'll come up multiple times, if, you know, if we keep doing these. I have like, just ways to just run into people. So I turn the corner, bump into Strahan as he's oh, coming yeah? out of the building for nice. good, good memory or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then I go back down. I go into the mall to go to the Nintendo store, 
walk right by Roker and stuff. And nice. I just always, it always happens to me. So I did that. And then, um, yeah, so we went to a baseball game. To me, I go, like a little quick, like day and a half trip to New York. So that was my first time. And then we came home and uh, I think O'Halloran oh, said something on Twitter about 20 years coming up. Yeah. And we thought it was like the, like a lot of people thought it was like the 20-year anniversary of Dogma. That's why a lot of people thought maybe like, oh, maybe Dogma's finally come out like on Blu-ray or, or 4K right. or something like that. Because right. I don't think it's out on Blu-ray. Is it? I don't think it is. Or it's Dogma, hard to find. Dogma was out on Blu-ray, but it's, I think it's out of print. It's like vaulted now or something. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people were speculating something like that. And then um, we were talking about like, okay, he's like, if it's a big thing, are we going? I'm like, yeah. They're like, we're like, what's the number that would stop us from going? I'm like, well, there really isn't one. But I was like, to be to be conservative, so I don't get murdered in my sleep. My wife, I'm like, let's go 250 bucks. Right. I'll pay 250 to go down there for the day and do whatever's going on. Right. It's like $70. Yeah, I think it was like 60 Yeah, it was insane. Something. And we got T-shirts. So there's like 20 yeah. bucks right there. And we got pins. Pins are like 10, 15 bucks a piece now. Nice pins, too. It wasn't like a button. Yeah. It was like a nice, yeah. like, Disney-style pin. Mm-hmm. And I didn't wasn't sure I could go. I've had so much going on work. I I'd spent four out of five weeks on work travel, so I hadn't been home. Uh, August second is my youngest daughter's birthday, um, so so I knew that going had a lot of things going against it. At the same time, I really don't do anything. You know, I don't have a life. I work. I commute, and I you know, and I'm at home with my family, and that's that's my entire existence. So. So an opportunity to go do something social with, you know, guys like you and and do something that's associated with, you know, something that I'm usually a fan by myself, mm-hmm. right? I'm a fan of these things. I listen to podcasts or watch movies or all these different things, and I don't get that experience with other people. So I decided I would buy a ticket just to enable myself of potentially going, right? Because it was 60-some bucks, I was like, all right buying it just as a way to give myself the chance to do it i'm really really glad i did as soon as i found out that you know you guys were going down and you were driving chris and that was you know i basically went to my daughter i'm like would you forgive me if i was gone for two nights for for your birthday i missed every single one of my daughter's one or both birthdays every year for 11 years due to work so you know it wasn't a huge stretch for her to imagine what that would be like um, we had a family birthday party before and everything. So she said, okay, you know, my wife wasn't a fan of, <laughs> of that idea, but, um, but she's, she's pretty supportive of, I really don't do much. I went to San Diego Comic-Con last year, mm-hmm. uh, 2017, you know, so my wife wasn't a huge fan, but she's, you know, supportive of, of, you know, me generally doing stuff that I really want to do if it's not going to kill anybody. So, you know, so I'm glad I did because it, it, I don't know, I, I guess maybe if I hadn't gone down, my back wouldn't have screwed up, but I'm pretty sure it's, it, it would have happened regardless since it's not like it did anything down there. No, it just kind of happened. Yeah, it just kind of happened. No, and you made it through the ride down and everything fine. Yeah, it and the ride back. Yeah, I mean, it's it was, not bad either. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Yeah, so that's how August started off. <laughs> <laughs> the first three it, days was, of August. Like, yeah, yeah, but like Chris, that was like our first, both you and I, like major trip down there. Yep. And it was a big deal. Like, I, I go to a lot of mm-hmm. cons and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. he's still, like, one of the only people that, like, when I see him, I get, like, all, like, ooh, it's Ke- that's Kevin yeah. Smith. Yeah. I, I think it, I think it's it's a unique thing because I'd only been down – I'd been to the stash once 10 years ago because I had done some work nearby. I was down there for a few days. Were you at I was Fort at, Monmouth? I was at Fort Monmouth for yep. some stuff a long time ago. And, you know, so I was – 
In fact, I stayed at the hotel we <laughs> we stayed at this time. Um, and so I'd gone over there, and at that point, I was uh, tell him Steve Ave had had started. So it had to be in tell him Steve Dave started in two thousand nine, I believe. So yeah, it was a couple of years after Smodcast. Yeah. So so I probably went down there in late two thousand nine, early two thousand ten. So I was a fan of Walt and Bry from that. I was a fan of Walt Flanagan because of Kevin's Bat, uh, Batman uh, cacophony and mm-hmm. I think Widening Gyre was Gyre. complete at that point. So I went to the stash. Walt was there. I got to tell him, you know, I was a fan and, and he signed some, you know, he sketched some stuff in the books that I bought from mm-hmm. him and stuff like that. So that was all before they did the television show Comic Book Men, you know, and revamped some of the store and stuff. So I'd seen that ages ago. Going down there now when you not only have this, you know, popular figure, Kevin Smith, but all these other ancillary characters who have their own TV show. And then that TV show is shot in a real store that is still, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a very unique, strange environment. Red Bank itself is such a cool little, you know. Yeah, it's an interesting town, isn't it? Yeah. So, so I, I'm not sure that there's any analogous experience like going to a, a Comic-Con or going to San Diego, going to LA and. There's no, there's nothing that's comparable. No celebrity has a, you know, has a persistent existing house, yeah. you know, or, or yeah. a, 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 like that. Right. It's, it's, it'd, it'd be like going to Cheers in Boston and walk in and Norm's sitting at the counter or something yeah, like that. Kinda. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm? So that was the beginning of the month. <laughs> so We uh, made it through two days. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of the month also was pretty crazy because um, around... Starting end of June through first week of September up in New England, it's com- it's con season basically for us. So a uh, week after that, we had the Boston Fan Expo, which is a gigantic, now that it's switched hands, uh, Comic-Con up here in the Northeast. Chris and I both took the kids down for that one. I had my niece with me. We had to do the whole thing, stay overnight, did the full weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, big one for that one was, uh, well, for, we had different big ones, I guess, right? Yeah, this big is ones being specific like people specific or things people you wanted to, to see. Yeah, this was this is probably the first con that I didn't drag the family to. They actually yeah, dragged that's me right. to. They dragged you to. Really? This one was more for Heather and Harley than it was for me, which was interesting. It was more of a laid back con. Yeah, not nearly anything like your experience. Yeah, well, my so my thing is like if I had you know I love Star Wars and comics and everything, but if I'd pick like one movie franchise. Because it's just a movie franchise. Like Star Wars is like a whole thing. But right. Just like seven movies. Yeah. It's Back to the Future, and it's not even close. Yeah. So the fact that they had Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, Tom Wilson, they were all there. Yeah. It was just like, yep, yeah, going. Bought the ticket, done. And they added people, and my daughter wanted to go, and my niece wanted to go, and I paid for the hotel and the three VIP passes. I made them all oh costumes. God. We did the whole nine, and then all their people canceled. Oh. So my daughter, what was that yeah. Once Upon a Time show? She had to oh, bail yeah. out. She had work. And then the kids from Stranger Things for my niece, they pulled all the Stranger Things kids back for season three. So it's still like we got some more stuff done. But so we did that. Like I think uh, the Princess Bridecast was there. That's her favorite movie. So she got Carrie Always done, which yeah. was awesome. He's cool. Yeah, yeah, he was he was awesome. And she's like Wallace Shawn, uh, T- uh, Rex from Toy Story. Inconceivable. Yeah, I love. So she gets yeah, so she has the poster signed. I'm getting the uh, my big get for the weekend was the Back to the Future poster sign. Yeah. Also, Drew Struzan was there. Who's the? Did you have him sign the poster? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's so two years in a row. Yeah. He's been there. Yeah, we end up. So it sucks. It's like I wanted a certain poster that they didn't bring. They brought. He does these um, 
screen prints of the artwork from the Back to the Future posters mm-hmm. without any of the yes, top graphics on just them. The, They're it, gorgeous. And that's the, the DeLorean quarter-pointed with Marty. Yep, and with the, Marty with the yeah, watch. With correct. the watch, yep. yeah. That's it, all I wanted. So the thing was, he had a bunch of them pre-signed by Michael J. Fox. Mm. And they were... They were bucks. Are they like three hundred and eighty-five dollars? That one was, I think. And these are full yeah, one. You're sheets, talking like, single you know. sheets, right? Yeah. The yeah. I yeah. Think those was are more. That sounds right. But I'd already prepaid for two Michael J. Fox autographs at two hundred bucks a wax. I'm like, I know, I want to. So yeah. I went with the. They had the, we both got the same poster. It was the trips. So it was a longer one. I think it was like twenty-eight by forty-three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With all three Back to the Future posters on it. Same thing. No top graphics, just the artwork. Yeah. All screen printed. So yeah, he signed it, and then the four cast members all signed it. That's great. So that yeah. was like, yeah. Plus, I have um, I have the uh, hoverboard replica that Maddie collected. Yeah, yeah. I got that bad boy signed too. So, so I I got to ask a question yep. because this is this is something where you yep. guys have a lot more experience, probably desire to go to cons than I traditionally do. I love, I've really enjoyed meeting celebrities at different points in time. Hate waiting in line. I mean, how much time did you spend? We already know you spent a ton of money. How much time to get those four signatures from the cast plus Drew Struzan, how long did you stand in line for just those five signatures? So let's see. So I got Tom Wilson done quick because it was right for his photo op. Okay. So the line, and I waited like Saturday afternoon his to do it. His line was manageable. It was manageable. Uh, her line was manageable as well. We just, um, which by the way, she's like in her 50s, I guess. Yeah. And she is still a dime. She looked amazing. Oh yeah. my God. And then she was so was nice too. Mm-hmm. Like, so nice. Christopher Lloyd's line, I timed it. I just timed things well. Like, I waited. He was doing a photo op. They had a DeLorean replica. Oh, they cool. They were doing a photo op with him in the DeLorean replica. And oh, I'm like, that's pretty badass. Okay, cool. So I went up to his, like, the person who was on the line. Like, when's he coming back? Like, we don't know. I was like, well, I was like, give me, a, give me, give us, like, there was, like, five of us sitting there. I was like, give us numbers. So goes, okay, so they started writing numbers on a chart, on a post-it note. I'm like, bam, yep. spot in line. Waited. Smart. Yep. So his, actually, I only waited for him for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, where at some point in time during the weekend, his line was insane. With That's him, something logistically. I'm a big logistics yeah. and process yeah. person. If they did stuff like that, like I just spent a week at Universal yeah. and Disney, if they thought about ways to minimize, right, nobody minds having a place in time or having to have other people's go first or last if they can get their time. But having to spend hundreds of dollars for a weekend full of things and instead of enjoying those things, spend hours standing and You're sweating. Standing yeah. It's just not it's it's cruel yeah. and inefficient. You can take a lot more money from me if you let me wander around and spend it. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely Disney Worldish. Yeah. When it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Boston's worse. Some of the larger ones, like New York's better about doing what DJ just explained. They'll do the post it notes for any of the big ones. You go when to see Carrie Fisher or Mark mm-hmm. Hamill, any of those guys. Nice. You're getting them. In order. Mm-hmm. You get in line because they don't know when the photo ops are going right. to take place. Mark goes wandering off. Anything yeah. like that. Boston, this is the first year. Last year they weren't doing no, much they, of that either. They had like a VIP, like a, like a, like we had like VIP passes. They had like premium VIP passes mm-hmm. where there's like fast passes for some of the people. Right. But I only saw like the lines for that for like Momoa and um, Wasp, which are named Evangeline uh, Lily. Oh, it's, yeah. They didn't have separate lines set up for it, but. If you walked up to the people you working the line, you guess. could yeah, you could skip the yeah. line on any of them. Yeah. So the Michael J. Fox stuff, yeah. they since they pre-sold all his autographs, you couldn't buy them on site. Right. Um, you got a ticket with a time. That 
Okay. That was the only thing. That's the one thing that was kind of dumb is they had his signing time at like three thirty in the afternoon. He was real tired by then. I yeah. felt bad for him, but but no, well, discredit. He's a trooper still. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I imagine, you know, that it's that it's rougher for him to 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 spend day after day doing that stuff. But I mean, you're a perfect example of a fan of that franchise and the opportunity that you got as a result of him putting out that time and effort is you can buy it because you did but you know but i mean that opportunity is not something that's going to happen frequently if ever because i think this i think yeah because i used i know he's as we speak he's up in fan expo canada in toronto Mm -hmm. i think he's only doing that one because it's near his house because i think he's i think he's from toronto yeah um but i've heard he's basically he's tapped he's he's done yeah so this was like the last shot he had an annual contract with Fan Expo. Yeah, he, he was, was supposed yeah. to do Dallas, and he had to tap. That's the only reason Affleck ended up showing ended, up down yeah. there. They had to pay a boatload of money to fly him in for one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they, I th- maybe he was doing Toronto as a makeup for Dallas, and possibly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we did that. So we also the cool thing we did was um, actually, this was we had basically back to back weeks where we got to spend one of our favorite people's birthday with them because it was yeah. jim lee's birthday <laughs> oh yeah and we had vip things with jim lee um anyone doesn't know jim lee is the executive creative director at dc comics now and so. possibly and the best publisher yeah he's yeah, doing a lot and basically the best batman slash just week artist ever probably he certainly ranks up there well for, yeah. for my age <laughs> for, for, for me <laughs> yeah i know jim lee his as, stuff's real sharp exact, and, yeah. and recognizable for me and, i and i know jim lee from um 91 x-men number one uh, the the book that basically started my entire generation on comic collecting, all the way into you know when all we formed eight million of you have a copy. Yes, yes, all eight million <laughs> of us do. Um, so was four or five, um, and then um, and, you know, into, Chris has twelve. <laughs> yeah, founded Image into Wildcats, yeah. came yeah. back, um, did a lot of the new Fifty Two Justice League covers and stuff. So yeah. he's he's awesome. Yeah. But yep. so we got to do that. We got a couple books um, signed and graded. We got a Litho, so that was pretty good. So and then you know. Actually, I didn't. I don't know you, but I didn't buy that much stuff at Fan Expo. I wanted I to. Other than the autographs, I, yeah, I couldn't find anything. My thing was, I was like, I, I want a new, real nice like Green Lantern statue. I don't want like a maquette from like one of the animated movies. I want, mm-hmm. I want like a nice like premium format, like mm-hmm. sideshow quality or like a tweeter head. Sure, Green Lantern. No one had any. Mm-hmm. Everyone it's... just had Funkos. And Sean, you're part of the problem. Though, I know there, I am, DJ. but still, but something like that, I expected like. No, stuff. it was. It was booth after booth of Funkos. Yeah. Do you know how much easier it is to ship and display and sell Funkos than it is to ship and display and sell premium format figures? Yeah, you yeah, are part of the problem. I know. What they do now is they just have the Funkos on the racks and they shrink wrap it. They yeah. come with a power jack. Yeah, I mean, literally, and, and they're, they're the next show. relatively durable. They're light. I mean, it's yeah. it's your fault. I know it is. Both no, of you. You, you should be ashamed. I know. <laughs> You would have hated this show, Sean, mm-hmm. because trying to shop for books yeah. wasn't impo- I didn't buy a single book the entire weekend. I bought one. I bought that. Uh, they had a couple of the San Diego Comic-Con uh, Batman number 50, Jim Wee covers, the gold foil variants yeah. with the rain scene. Yep. I bought that as one of my books to get done. Oh, you know what? We that bought cover. that at the DC booth, so yeah, I bought they had one. Yeah, the, because they had the uh, DC boutique from San Diego Comic-Con there. Yeah. Which was buy nice. the t-shirts and stuff. But yeah. yeah. So that would be the only book that I bought. Yeah. So you didn't have any, like, you didn't have, like, a big get- for I had collectible stuff. I had a list that I went through. There were some keys that I was looking for, but everything was like ten and fifteen percent too high. Yeah, yeah. the prices were, it was, were the up. prices were way high. And yeah. from talking to people, um, specifically like the boys over at the hall, yep, Hall of Comics in Southwark, Mass, mm-hmm. um, 
it seemed like most of the vendors they talked to, they gave all the deals on Friday because the rates on all the booths went up so high. They were trying to cover their nut day one. Right. So they were cutting deals. They got their money back. And, and then, then they, they just held it. Put it up. Yeah. Inflated the rest of the weekend. Yeah. They didn't have to drop the prices at all. Yeah. So as in a very rare occurrence, both him and I went to a convention for a weekend and didn't get a big get. Usually like we're always on the prowl for something. In terms of material purchased Correct. and material, carried yes, away. Material yeah. toy possessions which yeah. Is, yeah. Or, or comic possessions. Yeah. I mean, so, Very good distinction. Yes. No. No. I got my poster. It's, it's actually – I got the call from the framers today. It's done. I'm very happy. Yeah. And my daughter got her stuff done. And my niece got to meet uh, P.B. Herman, which he was stoked oh, about. Cool. So he was awesome, too. He was nice. And I got Billy D. Williams done. Yeah. Tara Strong was there for my daughter. Right. So for you know, for my daughter, she's basically Mel Blank. She's like yeah. every cartoon character she yeah. loves. She has the voice for. Uh, Pinky and the Brain were there. Nice. Oh, so to say way back to, to the Volgathon stuff. So we were in the front page of the paper. Yeah. I'm in line when we get to Boston Fan Expo. And I'm not – I'm just like – I just wore street clothes. Yeah. However, for me – coincidentally street clothes mostly is hockey jerseys hockey and jerseys. hoodies and backwards yeah. baseball caps yeah so i'm in line to buy lanyards for the kids so they can put their pass on lanyards and the guy at the booth is staring me down I'm like i stole mm. something i'm like hi he's like i know you i'm like nah dude you don't i have no idea who you are he's like no i know you i'm like no he's like he's like were you in red bank new jersey last week i'm like yes uh. i saw you on the paper you're the guy that was like kevin <laughs> and then that's I pretty went, funny yeah that's and then funny. we went over um we were getting just like Autographs Friday. I forget. I think you guys went to go do a photo op. But I was with uh, Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. And the guy who does Pinky and Yakko and all them, um, Rob Paulson. He's looking at me. He's like, you look like my buddy Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, so, yeah, he, he saw the picture, too. And he knew I was from the picture. So yeah. I'm the Kevin guy now. Happened to fan, uh, last year at Fan Expo, too. I went to another convention a week after. And the picture of me and Kevin ended up on uh, Imgur. Mm-hmm. I was on the front yeah, of the like, up, yeah. for months and I had like a zillion fake internet points and like, hey you're the Kevin Smith guy I'm like yeah I have yep, one guy like, me. there's a vendor guy we always see now he just he calls me Kevin Smith now which is kind of funny so he's like hey Kevin I'm like, but, there are far worse people to yeah. be a mistaken yeah, for yeah exactly very true yeah so f- as far as like what our thing is you know books and collectibles and stuff Boston yeah. Factor was kind of a bust but we had we, we got some good signatures and got some good meet and greets what was your big yeah. one again it was it was um no, uh, then, uh, well, I was, Arthur Curry himself, right? Yeah, it yeah. was Momoa. I mean, yeah. I yeah, I, I saw those that pictures. The, the yeah. my favorite was your wife's comment or caption when she posted her picture that said, "Does anybody know a good divorce lawyer?" Yeah. To be fair, I mean, to be fair, I mean the 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 man is a a he's special special. Yeah, yeah. He is, I mean, yeah, he is, he is. He also he obviously I've I've never met him, but the look. On his face, he looks like an intelligent, engaging, fun dude, right? I mean, what was your experience of meeting him? Because the look on his face is not just empty smile or, you know, hey, I look pretty. It looks like he's he's having fun and is kind of sarcastic. Oh, he was clearly having fun. You get in his autograph line and he brings out his own Bluetooth speaker. Oh, he has a Marshall's yep. Bluetooth speaker and he's playing DJ from his phone uh, and you'll hear the music going up and down as a song yeah. comes on that he enjoys. Nice. And he's dancing behind the table. He's engaging with everybody. Oh yeah. I mean, he has a good time while he's doing it. Yeah. It's we, good to does. be rich and it beautiful. Is, I know. Seriously. Yeah. It's, it doesn't suck. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we skipped him this time cause he was at, um, Rhode Island about two years ago. So you, right yeah. when he got cast as I was like the week he got announced as Aquaman, he was there. Mm-hmm. So we got him done then. And same thing. He's at the table. He's got the, 
30 record cores under the table yeah. and stuff. He's cranking the music. Uh, he was in the, they put him in a room with Michael Rooker, which was great. Oh, nice. So Rooker's, yeah, Rooker's like stealing amazing. his speaker and he's come back and they're like wrestling over the speaker and stuff. And nice. yeah, just, Rooker. so basically if, if you've ever, if you've never met Jason Momoa and you saw um, Justice League. Which like, I haven't. Why? I'm a bad fan. Oh. You haven't watched Justice League? I yeah. haven't. And that's, you know, that's a whole like, separate. Is there a reason why? Yeah. Or? I mean, that's, I don't want to interrupt August no, no. with it, but it'd be interesting yeah. to talk about because, so I'm a huge Batman DC fan, right? I have a lot of comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have spent a lot of money on comics, primarily DC, Batman, Detective. And when it comes to the movies, the Marvel movies and the DC movies are just, you know. It's night and day. I, exactly. I enjoy the crap out of the the universe that has been painfully, slowly, successively built back from Iron Man 1. And I haven't honestly disliked you know, I, I actually, pref- Batfleck is my favorite movie, Batman, for, for in a number of metrics. But Batman v Superman, including the long cut, I liked it okay. I thought Wonder Woman was pretty entertaining. Um, very well done. I enjoyed that a lot. And, you know, court, sort of the social, uh, the review, you know, the, the worldwide opinions conveyed about Justice League, nothing's made me really want to watch it. And I actually have it, you know, I have it downloaded on my iPad. I, or I did at one point, I carried it around for months and I just haven't found, I don't have a lot of time to watch movies to begin with, yep. but it's, it is kind of weird that as such a fan of Batman and I, I haven't done that, right? It's, it's. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a longer discussion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I understand like why people don't like the DC movies. I understand the, well, it's the not dy- dislike well, no, it's I engagement like, and interest. No, it's yeah. I mean, compare them to the Marvel movies that yeah. Marvel is obviously vastly superior because of, you know, Warner Brothers reasons, et cetera. But, yeah. but anyway, if you do see justice League, I a lot of people didn't like Aquaman because mm-hmm. he's basically like a bro. Yeah. Which isn't so, the traditional Aquaman. Yeah, it is, yeah. No, it's yeah, it's not Super Friends Aquaman. It's not even like, no, it's like Jeff John's dude. like New Fifty Two Aquaman when he's more of a like kind of a hard ass. Yeah, he's Momoa. It's Jason Aquaman. Momoa with a spear. That's exactly how Jason Momoa yeah. is every day of his life. Yeah, but it's to be fair, is. Bruce Willis has played himself for the last twenty five years. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that was awesome. So I'll watch it. You yeah. can you can give me an assignment yes. to. So we can, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll yeah we'll go we'll get that. to that. Yeah. So we uh, get them at Boston Fan Expo, and then um I was thinking I was done. You were kind of thinking you were done too. I was. I wasn't planning we on going just, We weren't planning on going to Boston until, like, from, even with Michael J. Fox, I was like, yeah, because we, last year we went heavy on the cons too. But we went, there's another um, convention up in our area called Trificon at Mohegan Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've gone to that one before? Yeah. I a, have. Good convention. It's run by um, Guy Mitch, who I've met a couple times. Yeah. I can't He's a big comic fan. So it's really mm-hmm. like, it's more centralized to artists and the books as opposed to just celebrity meet and greets. Yeah. So we weren't going to go, but Ming and Mike were down there. Ming said, you know, come on down and do some recording. So we did that. And then um, I told my kids, like, you want to go down? Just, you know, here's the list. Who do you want to see? And they had Beast Boy and Cyborg from Teen Titans Go. Right. So like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll go bang those out. Ralph Macho. So I was like, I'll bang out Ralph that Macho. That was Harley's big get. Yeah, it was Ralph Macho. Yeah, she fell so for a kid Harley... in a big, bad way. Yeah. So when did she... I've showed it to her. Okay. Yeah. Because she's pretty young to be, like, that surprised me, a Ralph Macchio fan. Yeah. I think that's part of the only child syndrome. You start, 
I, I probably need to show my kids stuff karate kid. a little you know, earlier. I tried with that stuff. Like even like with my, my daughter Athena, it's, she's a she's a black belt in martial arts. So I was like, karate kid. Yeah. And with the 80s stuff, Goonies. There's a sensibility about some of those things that don't always engage yeah, with folks. It doesn't. But on the plus side, I got the comic books. I got the hockey. My kid's a hockey goon, so I won okay. that one. I got all the Marvel movies and the action movies and stuff. And so, I, you know, the MMA. So well, I got some stuff. I think Athena's Harley's very similar in that they both realize as an only child, if they like what daddy likes, there's more attention, there's more there's activities, more, there's more yeah. hits. More, yeah. You just... You get more and get to go do more. I had that for a while. Yeah. Then they found, you know, devices and, yeah. you know, the remote control for the TV. Uh, and, no, yeah. like, she loves the devices, but. Yeah. No, Athena legit loves going to conventions. I've been taking her probably four or five years now. So she just turned 17. Mm-hmm. Actually, her birthday was Boston Comic Con weekend. And um, at first she was kind of like shy and stuff like that. But now like Carrie always gave her a big hug after the thing because he found it was her birthday and stuff. Yeah. And I can, you know, she's 17 now, whatever. He's, he's a good looking chat. I guess your knees <laughs> buckle up a little bit. She got a little noodle leg uh, and shit. <laughs> see, Harley's not old enough where yeah. she's into the boys just yet. Yeah. Yet. But she's a little mini director. Oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. she's staging the pictures now. Like, oh, okay, yeah. you're going to go pose with Jason and I'm going to stand over here and do this. Yeah. It's like she knows exactly what she wants yeah. out of these things. Yeah. She knows, she knows where the cheap seats are and she where was the VIP the, line is. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she was framing the Kevin picture last year. Okay, this is how you guys are going to stand, and this is who's going to be here. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. So we did down to Trificon for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any? Did you pick up any any stuff, books or toys um, or anything like actually, that? Actually, that was much better for book shopping. So I went on this little run where I want to collect the three Flash Superman races. Oh, so okay. I was able to get the second oh. and the third ones for really affordable prices down there. What's the first one? Superman one ninety nine, which is what? That's the fifties. Oh God. Um. No, it would have been the beginning of the sixties. Okay, but it's you know it's, it's, a, a bigger, it's an older book. It's a bigger yeah. book, even as a four or five. You're probably looking a couple bills. Yeah, so somewhere in there where you could get the second and the third one, that's more affordable, like the forty, fifty, sixty dollar range, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, it was a lot easier, much like what we found the first time we went down there. Yeah. You could do a lot more shopping at Trificon. A lot of the vendors came out from New Jersey, New York, all yeah. of those are the small ones. They negotiate a little bit more. I've really only been to two what I would consider real conventions, like non-regional conventions. Mm. Terrificon with you and then San Diego Comic-Con in 2017. And the Terrificon one I found, it sounds like it was kind of similar to when, I was that in 2016 that you and I went? It was, it's a couple of years ago. It yeah. wasn't yeah, last year, it was, it was 2016. But I bought so much of my want list. I mean, I, I laid out a ton of money, but... You know, but it was a great comic show for me. Yeah, that's yeah. where you found like yeah. your first Ivy, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the prices are the prices are very reasonable. The prices are yeah. much. And better. most of the people there are like actual comic vendors. So yeah. You can barter. They're not, you know. And so you know, Mike and story. Ming and and Brian Johnson were there that year, and 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 have, getting to sign. Uh, getting, that was the Katrina Law year. Yeah. Now, oh Katrina's yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. God, Such yeah. a fantastic. Oh, that, uh, that was yeah. Person. That was the Kevin year. Oh yeah, because yes. yeah. um, who else was there? Uh, TS was there. Oh yeah, so you have John posters Leslie stuff. Was there. I yeah. had many of those um, people sign my iguana. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good show. I only bought one book. I got the because uh, uh, was it Mike Zek was there? Yeah. Who did the, the very famous Secret Wars cover with the first black suit Spidey on it? Mm-hmm. So he had a variant cover he did for a GI Joe anniversary book. 
drawn oh. just like that cover, but it had snake eyes on it. Oh, cool. So I got that, got it signed. Nice. And then um, I picked up my Vince McMahon chase pop I wanted with the pink jacket from early 80s. The only chase pop I've ever gotten shipped to me direct from Amazon. I know. That's the only time I've lucked out. I only paid 25 for it. It wasn't That's bad. That's not bad. It's not bad for a chase pop, so. No. Same thing. It was like we just, I came up with money in my pocket, which was kind of weird. It's, but. we only spent the afternoon there on Friday. Harley and I went down late. Um, I didn't get close to many of the artists. Like I really wanted to see Alan Davis when we were down there. But his line was insane. Yeah. This guy, you'll know Alan Davis from some of the old Batman runs. Um, he also did Batman Sounds and the Outsiders mm-hmm. with Mike W. Barr. Um, yep. He doesn't do U.S. cons at all. Somehow they got him over, and the guy was doing sketch covers for 60 bucks. It's insane. Everybody was in line. Yeah. You just couldn't get near the guy. Sat- um, yeah. Saturday was a lot busier. Was it, is, it, is it Jim Starling? Who created yeah. Starling was the there. Infinity War? Um, yep. Roy Thomas was there all yeah. day. Starling's line was insane. Because now everybody and their uncle, their Wants, favorite character yeah, is Thanos. Yeah. Which is funny. When I was a kid, if you knew who Thanos was, you got flushed in a toilet or stuffed in a locker because no one <laughs> knew who Thanos was. He's on Being earrings. fan men means a good portion of our lives were spent when being a fan was not what it is today. No. Right? I mean, it's... Uh, so I'm... I'm 48, basically. You got to be around there. 44? 44. 36. Okay, so that's, we cover a spread where being a nerd in any sense, you know, like like in comics, like stuff, puts you in a different kind of world. Whereas today, it's almost. Detrimental almost. Yeah. Whereas it's the opposite now, right? Everybody likes what they like. Exactly. There's still people, you give each other crap about it, but. But because of the Marvel movies it's, and, like, Big Bang Theory, it's more Yeah, it's now, mainstream so. now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that was our busy month of August. So, <laughs> so you ramble on for hours. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything yeah. else that went on. I mean, that was a really quick con. Actually, it was. Think, it was a quick hitter. There is one thing that I thought of. Somebody that you would have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, Garcia Lopez was there. Oh, right? yeah. So. Who is now back actively working for DC. Really? Hmm. He's been doing, yeah. He's doing some of the new Justice League. Um those Walmart special edition books they're doing? Yeah. I, He's been doing some of the artwork in so those. Really? He's I hadn't for them heard again. about those until I saw something about their prices going up. So I have none of them. They You can still find them in the stores. If I but I'd have to go to Walmart. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's the bad part. They were available online it's, at one point in time, too. Hmm. You saw, I didn't think that was the, the one thing that bugged me at TurfCon. You saw there were some dealers that clearly just went in and took the entire display. Yes. Yeah. And they had it sitting at their table. Yeah. I mean, they didn't give anybody else a chance. Yeah, they actually had like, the, the pop-up cardboard. Yeah, the whole were, cardboard yeah. display, and instead of five bucks a pop, they're selling them for ten. Yeah. yeah. But we have all four issues for you. But it's weird. They've taken all the creators and basically put them in a cup and shook them up. Yeah. So, like, Amanda and Jimmy, for example, they've segued off of Harley Quinn. They're doing a Wonder Woman story, I believe. I think so, Bendis yeah. is doing a Batman story. Within the, the current runs or... As side it's, stories. Side stories. Yeah, they're, so I, it's they're, not... I think they're like retelling of some like basically the classic stuff and the origin stuff just kind mm-hmm. of brought more modern. It's to suck, you know, these kids are watching there's... the movies and the new cartoons into the books. Yeah, yeah there's some mix. There are original stories in each of them that they're having right, but they are. There's a lot yeah. of retelling of. Yeah. D- yeah, I mean, I think the Marvel movies basically own the world right now. But when you get into the other media within the comic world, DC is, they are putting their foot on the gas and they're not letting up trying to draw people into animated and books and stuff which we'll get into yeah yep. on another episode with the the dcu stuff but cool so yeah so what we we're going to try to do also is uh every episode we we're going to try to end with a uh, top three list 
to kind of encompass either something we talked about that day or um, something else. For this one, we're going to do uh, the top three things that we enjoyed about Vulgarthon, since that was all our kind of big get for the month. All right. So, stop with number three. Who wants to start? I'll say, I mean, kind of touched on it, but but seeing Vinnie Pereira's movie, A Better Place, um, was was really cool because because it comes from an era that I remember and, you know, from a, the view askew context of Kevin Smith's productions and stuff, but really stands out as something different. And I really enjoyed it. it was, it's been a while since I've seen an older independent film that didn't suck, didn't, you know, I mean, it was, it was just, it was really, I really was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Um, I think for me, it's probably just the FaceTime you had with Kevin, just to be, and not so much at the end of the day or when we were walking in, we caught him at dinner break. Yeah. Got a chance to talk to him for like five or 10 minutes there. Um, the fact that the guy's an elephant and doesn't forget anything, yeah. like insane. referencing, want to chit chat with him for a second because I had gone out to LA for the Fat Man on Batman right after the heart attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Harley made him a card and everything like that. And his eyes lit up because he remembered the card and he remembered Jen giving it to him. Mm-hmm. And he's more than happy to do a little recording so yeah. he could let Harley know that he was okay directly. Yeah, that's, it's, cool. that's probably the biggest takeaway. My number three thing was probably Kevin's friend Ernie who plays Rick mm-hmm. Darris. Yep. Just the constant amount of shit I got from him all day <laughs> because of like the, the whole costume thing. Yeah. Uh, every time he – every since he had to bust my balls, he did. It was pretty fun. So. And I had never met him before, so it was kind of cool. He seemed pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean, he'd be like, fuck, Christ, it's you again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. I can't. I'll tell you a good Rick Darris story someday. Okay. <laughs> We've done a lot of things. Okay. So, uh, number two? Number two. Number two thing would be the getting my own kind of special, you know, being able to get that my seat early because of my back and, and being on drugs and all that crap. Pain drugs, medically prescribed pain drugs. Um, I was able to get set up in the back of the theater and – I was able to, I took over turning on and off the light between the movies and stuff like that from Ernie, so he didn't have to keep coming back and stepping over me and stuff like that. But it was a, di- you know, it was a different standout experience. Was yeah. he was he was an interesting, you know, he he has a personality. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I think for me, the second one would be the podcasting, hanging uh-huh. out with Mike and Ming, and just going through the process, and not so much the learning. I was I missed that whole first hour when you guys were going over that, but just sitting at the table and shooting the shit with the two of them. Yes. You fall into it very easily, like it's just mm-hmm. having a conversation with friends. Yeah, yeah. No, that was my number two as well. Um, I've met them a handful of times now, probably more than anyone else in that whole clique of guys, and they're especially Ming's great. And those guys, much like Kevin, they remember you every time. Mike calls you by name. I walked into the room. Oh, yeah. Ming gets up from the t- my God, I haven't seen you in so long. How you been? It's, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's funny. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, now, you know, I... I we email and stuff like that, and like if I text him a question, he'll text me back and stuff like that, and it's just it's it's cool. So, yeah, the whole shared universe thing was awesome to the point where we're gonna we're definitely gonna try to make that a reoccurring thing over time. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that sounds cool. Numero uno, number one. Numero uno. Uh, for me, it it's kind of a surprise that came out of the experience, but that first night when we got down there while you guys were were playing poker and and podcasting. That dinner with the the four color demon forever Facebook group, that's really the first time I've had kind of a you know a niche fandom, 
you meet folks online, you chat, you know, or read posts or stuff, and you kind of have that online group. But actually meeting a bunch of folks who you'd kind of seen their faces or seen their words or knew their names, and you know, there's maybe probably about a dozen of us at a table in the diner, and meeting them, and particularly the guy that I sat next to, just by the luck of me arriving last, I sat at the head of the table, and I'm sitting next to a cartoonist who flew in from the Netherlands. Um, you know, so a guy I would never meet at any point in life, yeah. right? But our very specific fandom, and in fact, our sub-fandom, right, we're in town for the Kevin Smith View Askew birthday party, 20th anniversary Vulgarthon. So that's one kind of, you know, 337 people who, this is not on a weekend, right? This is a Thursday. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, you're taking time out of your work. Yeah, it's a special and, group of crazy fans. But then within that, these dozen people are also crazy, tell them Steve Dave fans, and decided to spend their evening getting together you know, well, that's have, a good distinction because it's not the same. It's brand not of the same. It's it, it's, no. it's related. I got to one through the other, mm-hmm. but but it's a completely yeah. separate independent There's thing. There's people yeah. that in that group that had even they've never even seen like quirks exactly. or chasing Amy or Mallrats. Yeah, that day yeah. was a new experience for some yeah. of those people. So that that in and of itself was a real highlight for me. Um, I mean, everyone I met there was you know was an interesting person. Uh, it was a guy, Frankie, really young guy that, that, you know, I would never, I would have never met any of them, but, but I think Kenny and, and Steven and Marcus, and I'm forgetting another guy, you know, Canadians and, and, uh, and a guy from the Netherlands, people that were other, par- other countries, other parts of the planet that I had an evening with, he gave me some, mm-hmm. you know, he brought these trading cards that he made because he's a cartoonist. So he had these little Kevin Smith trading yeah, cards. Amazing. Yeah, and it, you know, he gave me a set of those. He, um, he gave me a patch. Uh, Stephen gave me some stickers. You know, Daniel saved me from dying from the heat and fentanyl. <laughs> Thank you again for babysitting, Daniel. Yeah, so, you know, and, and so many people did some really cool things. But that, you know, I knew I was going to be hanging out with you guys, fellow fans, fellow folks from mm-hmm. up here. But there was just a lot of really cool family fandom that in person makes the online stuff and the random internet bullshit mean a lot. And that was not something I was really kind of thinking I was going to get. No, that's that's definitely cool. I wasn't expecting something too. You know, people that you in Facebook groups with, you get to meet them in real life. And cause everyone's kind of the same in that, or, which was kind of cool. So. I think I have a one and a one A. I think. <laughs> It's, and I can't nope, really rest and stack them up. <laughs> They're both. No, it's my basement. I can, it's, I can it's, set the rules. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so we'll go 1A first. Just the fact that. So is 1A below? Below 1. Okay. Good, yeah, below it. 1. Um, being able to sit there, something that you've been fans of for 20 odd years. Mm-hmm. And to you touched upon this early in the episode. This was the first time. I've watched them on VHS and DVD and oh, yeah. Chasing Amy I saw with my wife. That was one of our first dates yeah. in the theater when it came out 22 years ago. And um, it's something like I you touched upon before, Sean. You're fans of these things for 20-odd years. We've watched these movies by ourselves or with our groups of friends here. But you never had that shared experience of a full theater mm-hmm. of people that were invested in something and enjoyed it or liked it in the same way that you did. Yeah. Connected it with the same way. Everybody's laughing at the same beats and having, I mean, it was a very 
relaxed environment. You and I, Sean, have gone to Kevin movies before. Yeah. Where clearly people in the theater wanted no part of what we were watching. Yeah. And some got up and left. It's yeah. one Tusk. of those things. Exactly. I mean, it's, we're going into some houses, later ones. Yeah. Um, I love them all. But to have that kind of an experience where everybody was invested, everybody was enjoying it, everybody, you kind of, much like your group at dinner, you found your tribe. Yeah. It's that kind of a thing. It, yeah. So that was a really cool experience for me. And I guess my top one would be, I've gone, I started dragging my poor wife to these events 15 years ago. We started going down a red bank to various things. And what will never cease to amaze me is you have people like us going in and out of these guys' lives all the time. They see fans like us. And if it was me, it would end up being one blur. You know, it's just like one giant face mm-hmm. at the end of it. Ming, any of them, they all remember you. It's like you're being welcomed back into a community down there. And it's it, the people, and I'm not just talking the actual talent, the people you're mm-hmm. going to see. It's the fans, the Daniels. Yeah. You're going to see those same faces over and over again. I saw people that I had seen at events 10, 12 years ago, and you still remember them, much like Gavin. Yeah. Seeing him yep. at one of the other. I mean, there's certain people that have been part of the community for so many years, yeah. and it's kind of cool reconnecting with them. I think I think so there's long. a piece of that that obviously it reflects well upon the you know the guys themselves who remember and recognize you, but there's a flip side of that that when you are the kind of fan who has a persistent presence online in mm-hmm. person at events over years does things that go beyond just showing up and clapping and cheering or listening online to, you know, making the time to go to a special closed event, you know, showing up at the poker table over years, uh, buying a dude's sweaty shorts and naming your daughter after him, right? These are the things that (laughs) anchor a fan. (laughs) It's it's funny. You mentioned the poker thing and one of the guys at the first table I was sitting at I was sitting next to in 07 when we were down there for the prom. Yeah. I mean, it's things like that. I'm like, oh my God, Mike, I haven't seen you in 11, 12 years. Yeah. And I mean, you're that, able to you fall know, back into some of those conversations. It takes, it takes a, a fan who's just a you little more a than little a consumer. Off. Yeah. Right. Well, there's yeah. certainly, and of course, there's, there's the crazies, right? Who are obsessed. I mm-hmm. don't think the three of us are anywhere close to that, though I think we have, yeah, DJ's close, maybe. But, you know, I think there's something special there in you and your interaction with that that meets up with these guys who are none of, certainly in the Kevin Smith universe, none of those guys are folks who went to acting school and have been in the entertainment industry their entire lives. These are people who had real jobs. Some of them turned them into other things. Kevin did a long time ago in a lot different career. But these are much more regular people. So... While it's surprising, oh, they're celebrities, they're, they are people that have had you in aspects of their lives repeatedly. You have been in pictures, DJ, you know, things like that. So yep. so that stickiness exactly. goes multiple directions. Yep. But yeah, good stuff. How about you, sir? I'm going to go with uh, just that the whole kind of piggyback off Chris's number three and his number one is all the uh, FaceTime stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of cool. You know, I'm a, I'm a schmoozer. I'm an elbow rubber, so... It's kind of cool when you walk in the store. I remember, you know, Ming remembers your first and last name. And yeah. Mike knows your first and last name. And uh, Kevin remembers you from, like, a year before, like, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years before, like he does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it remembers, like, tweets he favorited or retweeted and stuff yeah. like that. And so that, that was always pretty cool. I'm a meet and greet yeah. guy. I like to 
do stuff like that. I hadn't so. thought about, but get him remembered what my Twitter icon looked like. There you go. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, same, yeah, same thing, you know, because I, I had like the, the, the costume. I, I don't call it cosplay. It's, it's a costume. I'm a giant sure. toddler. I dress up like people. Yeah, man. Um, and people were, oh, yeah, no, you did the one last year with the jersey. I saw that like on Imgur or like on yeah. Reddit or whatever. Right. So. That's all kind of funny. Because same thing, it's like the, the same community and all that stuff. And yeah. well, it, everyone it, gets it. I mean, you know, being a fan of stuff, you you have your own connection. That's a one-way connection. The opportunities, because you guys go to conventions or these events mm-hmm. or whatever, just getting even a little bit, whether it's just folks who are good at engaging with you when you're in front of them, but they may not remember you after that. There's plenty of celebrities that are mm-hmm. good at that, making you feel like you're there with them but but that little bit of validation only cements your connection right? exactly yeah you're not going to get that That's with the one walking one. dead guys you know they're gonna remember yeah. who you are the next year yeah so it's um I say it's just it's a different dynamic it's different than anything else because i like a lot like we're, and we'll get into this over the course of weeks and weeks and weeks it's, yeah i like a lot of stuff a lot of stuff. There's very few things I don't like, which makes all my habits even worse. Yeah. But um, the office looks fabulous, though. By thank the you, way. thank yeah, you. I'm working on it. Um, the, I was I was threatened to clean my office or packages were going to start getting opened. So, but the the to go back to this, the uh, Kev stuff and the view asking compliment yeah. stuff. It's it's a different, not like class or caliber. I'm not saying it. it's like we're better than everyone, but it's, it's a different breed of fan. You know, it's it's more like. It really is a community because there's not a lot of us. Yeah, that's be. I mean, I went and saw Corks in the theater. There was a dozen people. I went and saw Yoga Hosers. There was like six people in the theater. Yeah, I think two of them were you, and I just didn't know it. I actually probably that's probably <laughs> that's, true. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Probably it was like true. you guys. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know you guys were there because I knew you guys at the time. And like yeah. me, so and my you were brother, the creepy guy in the back of the room in tusks. No, too, I was, no, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I didn't get to see that one in the theater. Too. But um, so like I said, we're just like, like I said, there's not a lot of us. So when we, you know, I guess when we uh. We don't get released out into the wilderness a lot, so when it is time for us to get out, we go we go hard, and that's kind of good about it. So all the FaceTime with everybody, whether it was yeah. Kevin, which was awesome as always, the comic men guys, like I said, even people from the Facebook groups and stuff, it was all great. Yep. So yeah, yeah. so August was a busy month, so we got a little long wind on that one. We'll try to tighten them up as we go, but August was a big month for for us for a couple yeah. different for many reasons. So yeah. so hope you enjoyed. Uh, you can find these um, if you haven't found this one already. Um, <laughs> On uh, SoundCloud, Fanman Podcast, iTunes, Fanman Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at FMen37. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, at Deidronaut. At Chris underscore Davis 37. At Vacaboca, V-A-C-A-B-O-C-A. Nobody told me I'd have to <laughs> say that out loud. Well, you know, it's, it makes it easier. So, you know, yep, yep. once we get this going, if people want to hear us talk about stuff, ask questions, recommend yeah, top threes, any of that stuff, we can do that, so... So, said, thank you for joining us for this, the, the first of hopefully many uh, in, a, in a series. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.